It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. And how you guys doing? Welcome to episode 442. We have a ton of stuff to cover today. Ton of stuff, man. We're going to get diving into that uh, situation about the American Legion uh, and not allowing colors in, man. And how I cannot freaking believe that the American Legion writers in the post that ain't allowing colors are just standing by. What's wrong with you guys? Get off your butts and tell your post commander to stop the no colors policy. Also, we have a ton of stuff from the funeral of Nick Martin uh, going nuts to a bunch of good stuff bikers are doing. But first, I want to give you guys an update. I've been getting a ton of crap from people that are saying, well, he don't post our comments or he deletes the comments. I do not do that. I do not do that. Yes, you can be a prick all you want, but I'll post it. Here is the issue that I just found out, and I and this has been going on for a while, and I'm like, holy cow, I didn't even... You know, all I thought was, okay, you know, YouTube's screwing with my channel and stuff. They ain't letting people know when things are being dropped on, you know, video-wise or any of that stuff. And the comments, they just disappear in front of you. Well, uh, here's what we found out because I've been researching this stuff. And right here it is off the YouTube official blog. Updates on our efforts to make YouTube a more inclusive platform. Yes, and here we go. Removing harmful and hateful comments. So if you swear or get all, you know, stupid and stuff, mention a group that uh, might fall under the harmful and hateful comments. They automatically delete it. They do it. Not me. And this is a BD. Yeah, I could. I don't know if you know about this, man, but it's uh, blog.youtube backslash news and events backslash more make YouTube more inclusive. Now, this is a problem I don't have on the radio uh, stations like uh, iTunes and all them. It seems to be focused on YouTube and facebook what they're doing now i know a lot of people censorship censorship well that's about right <laughs> uh, there's a new uh feature that they will be launching i guess with this program uh where they're gonna warn you that your comment might be offensive to others giving them the option to reflect before posting now you got to reflect on your comments uh in addition they invested in technology that helps our systems better to detect and remove hateful comments by taking into the account uh the topic of the video and context of the comment basically no what's happening is there's certain words that are going to flag you take it down uh Let's see here. Since early 2019, we've increased the number of daily hate speech comment removals by 46, 46% in the last quarter of the more than 1.8 million channels we terminated for violating our policy. More than 54,000 terminations were for hate speech. This is the most hate speech terminations in single quarter and three times more than previous uh, high from quarter 219 and something like that. So they go on about their goal to make YouTube a place for creators can thrive in the long term. Uh, but that is what is happening into your comments, guys, is that they're being flagged. 
And what happens then is if YouTube feels like it's hateful or you don't, you're swearing too much or you're saying this or saying that, they automatically remove it. It ain't the channel doing it. And I don't know how many times I had to say that. So there is what they're doing. You can read it for yourself. So I'd try to keep the comments, you know, you know, hashtag something in the middle of a swear word if you're doing it. But, you know, most of the, it looks like a lot of this stuff is getting taken out of our control, which, oh, can't stand that. Can't stand it at all. Uh, so let's go into the main topic now that that's solved. And this is something I've talked about over the last couple episodes, and that's a certain American Legion posts not including MC colors in their establishment. Sad state of affairs, man. Especially when a lot of guys that are in clubs served in the military. How could you do that? And I say that all the time. I don't understand why they did it. Uh, Shaggy 1% of the Invaders Motorcycle Club, he uh, let me know this morning that this was out and in public. And he served 13 years in the Navy. He was a member of the Armed uh, Forces uh, Club before joining the Invaders. So I just can imagine what uh, a lot of the veterans with the one percenter clubs are thinking about this right now. Sad state of affairs, man. But let's go over to the MPP. This is the one side I told you guys you want to freaking do. Get over here and support this. You to take the survey. There will be the 2021, I'm guessing, soon. Uh, but here is the article that just was uh, thrown up. And we're going to go through this one before we uh, touch on uh, the other news because I think this is very important stuff here. It's very important stuff. Uh, American Legion uh, posts discriminating against veteran bikers. They serve their nation just like you, but because they chose a different path than some of these post commanders, they get excluded. Unfrickin' wheel. This is by Chris Clutch Ward of the Grim Guardians MC. And there, if you look at their website, MotorcycleProfilingProject.com, uh, you'll see American Legion, no colors. Uh, let's see here. The National Council of Clubs, you know, one of those you know organizations I said you guys need to support, uh, representing thousands of motorcycle club members across the country has become increasingly concerned with escalating reports of veterans organizations, yes, veteran organizations, like the American Legion denying entry to individual members of motorcycle clubs over the last two years. This is going on uh, for two years now, and it's really uh, picking up steam and really getting pretty bad. Uh, like the American Legion again, denying entry to individual motorcycle clubs over two years, man. <sighs> While this discrimination is not new to members of the motorcycle community in general, the expanding number of posts that are implemented in a, quote, no motorcycle club colors policy targeting fellow veterans is cause for alarm. Reported incidences of discrimination range across the nation. Now, there's the most recent reports are including South Dakota, New Mexico, and of course, Texas, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Delaware. The narrative is all the same in the locations. Legion riders only, no club colors. Legion riders, where are you at in these states or in these posts? You get to, you know, you're treated, you're treated good in the club scene. But you can't turn around and help the guys in the clubs now. If your post is doing this, maybe you should stand up and be heard. Legion riders only. Oh my God. Uh, this has proven to not 
be an isolated issue taking place at a few reported locations. Several of the American Legion post posts, and here we go, post 22. If you're in the Legion Riders in at post 22 in Rapid City, South Dakota, stand up and be heard. Have some cojones. Tell your post commanders this ain't cool. We don't we don't support it. And then if they give you hell, tell them that next pancake breakfast you you sponsor ain't gonna happen. Cojones, man. Hashtag get your balls back. Have members of state law enforcement agencies making decisions and pressuring their boards or exe uh, executive uh, committees to enforce veteran discrimination based on bias born from antiquated stereotypes perpetrated uh, by Hollywood, not this Hollywood, uh, idiot Hollywoods, and local law enforcement fear-mongering. Post-22, get your crap together. I don't know what you guys do within your organization. I don't know if you meet as a whole uh, post and vote, whatever the hell you do. But every single member of the American Legion writers in that post grow some balls. Stand up for the people that stand up for you. Equal access. The American Legion's constitution and bylaws state their first goal is, quote, to uphold and defend the Constitution of the United States. The denial of entry of motorcycle club members based on what they are wearing or their chosen method of transportation, which by the way is constitutionally protected activity, is blatant denial of additional camaraderie many veterans are seeking post-war, but also serves as an example of discrimination of fellow veterans. Many American legions simply fall short, even upholding their own preamble. You know, I don't know if this is true, but I've heard it, that it's either the VFW or the American legions don't recognize Vietnam veterans as fallen in a war. It was just an action. I don't know. The vets could tell me that stuff. Uh, but, it, you know, he makes a great point here. Uh, their stated goals is to uphold and defend the Constitution of the United States, but they're denying uh, the right to assembly and the right to carry that on. Uh, that, duh. <laughs> uh, let's see here. For God and country, we associate ourselves together for the following purpose. This is your preamble. Maybe you American Legion writers who need to grow some balls need to throw this up into them. To uphold and defend the Constitution of the United States of America. To maintain law and order. To foster a, and perpetrate a 100% Americanism. There's nothing more America than motorcycle clubs. Nothing more. Actually, it's the one thing we do export to other countries is our motorcycle clubs. Evident. Big Five stuff is all over the world. Uh, to preserve the memories and incidents, uh, incidents of our association in all wars. To inoculate a sense of individual obligation to the community, state, and nation. To combat the autocracy of both classes and the masses. Boy, have you gone against that one. Wow. To make right the masters of might. To promote peace and goodwill on earth. How are you, you know, promoting peace and goodwill? You're discriminating against your own people. You're hypocrites. And again, these are for these posts. I'm not saying everybody, okay? These posts, like post 22, you schlucks. You're the one that uh, discriminating against your own uh, people. Sad state of affairs. Freedom of democracy. <laughs> uh, you're not showing that. 
Oh, uh, that's pretty bad, man. You guys are going against a lot of your stuff in this. Just in your opening deal, you're going against the Constitution. You're going up against freedom of democracy and uh, all that kind of... Man, you guys are hypocrites, man. See here, then he goes into statistics. Uh, where over 37% of motorcycle club members are veterans. Five times greater than the national uh, uh, average. In essence, motorcycle club discrimination is veteran discrimination. According to the same survey over the past five years, veteran-centric motorcycle clubs have reported a whopping 167%. Holy cow. 167% increase in profile and incidences. This is... As any form of discrimination should not be tolerated in today's society. Now, he goes on, not anecdotal, the number of cases where American Legion executive committees have been comfortable with discrimination of veterans based on their attire and their inability to acknowledge this and confirm constitutional right is on the rise previously mentioned was that of the american post 22 in rapid city where lyle tolsman uh tolsma serves as a post commander well guess what guys i think we all should get on the phone with lyle and tell him this is unacceptable unacceptable at Post 22 in Rapid City, South Dakota. He, uh, oh, Lyle. Maybe he was freaking, I don't know, molested as a kid. I don't know, maybe that's why he's pissed off. Uh, that, you know what, I take it back. You know, that's going to piss people off me saying it. But there has been a lot of cop stuff in there. Anyway, and the American Legion Executive Committee had agreed to ban all colors from the post grounds regardless if they were veterans you're a schluck lyle and so is your executive committee a member of the NOC, or ncoc living in south dakota requested a meeting with him and a phone call was agreed upon during that call the ncoc rep sought to appeal the ban by collecting information and looking towards a path of reconciliation and eventually a renewed relationship between the MC community and the Pulse. His reported reasoning for initiating the ban was focused on one alleged incident at the Post in 2018 when the ban went into effect and which the alleged event could later be corroborated by any members of the Veterans Motorcycle Clubs that leased the space. It could not be, you know... <laughs> During that call, Mr. Tolsma continued to assert that outlaw motorcycle gangs are nothing but uh, organized crime, and that's the bottom line. That's all they are is organized crime. Really? Really? Oh, Hollywood's going to have fun with you, buddy. Oh, uh, you know what? I am actually going to get the post number. I'm going to put it in the description box. And everybody who's listening, everybody who's watching, would you please inform Mr. Tulsma that he's a moron? Huh. Outlaw motorcycle gangs are nothing but uh, organized uh, crime, and that's the bottom line. When challenged on the practice of lumping all MCs together, Mr. Tolzma stated, How do we eliminate one without the other? What happened to your uh, preamble of your institution? You stand up for the Constitution. That is the resolution that we came to. It was best to avoid situation by every uh, eliminated everybody except the legion riders who are legion part of us oh <laughs> 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 
Legion Riders in Post 22. Oh, Hollywood has some words for you. This has been going on since 2018, and you freaking morons, you freaking ballless freaking hand your balls to a woman in there and let them put it in their purse, freaking so called bikers have been letting this go on since 2008 or 2018. You have not stand up or stood up for your fellow vets, for one, and number two, probably for people that you go to and party with. You are hypocrites. Hypocrites. At post-22. Again, I'm not saying all, Amer all of American Legion writers are like this, but the ones at the post that can't stand up for club members, I have no, none, whatsoever respect for you doing that. When the NCOC representative confirmed the stance of the American Legion Executive Committee has decided to ban all groups regardless of whether they are veterans, MCs, or motorcycle ministries. He stated that was correct. So not even veterans, MCs are allowed in there. Because Mr. Tolzma... Man, you must have got beat up as a kid with that name, man. You really have. Are you one that was stuck in a locker or something? Are you? Is that why you're pissed off? Is that why you push this crap? Is because you're pissed off that you got beat up in high school? In an effort to better clarify, another an uh, what is it? Unidentified member of the American Legion uh, executive committee stated, "Quote: We don't ban them, but we ban them from coming in with any colors of any kind. If they are someone off the street and just come in off the street, we don't have a problem with that." Okay. So, and I'm I'm not trying to bang on vets here. But telling a member of a motorcycle club to take off their colors is just like the American Legion not having an American flag. Let's take that out. After all, you're supposed you know supposed to stand up for the Constitution. We have a right to do that. Or how about you don't wear your uniforms? How's that? How's that work out for you? Uh, let's see here. The NCOC representative asserted the constitutionally granted and Supreme Court confirmed right to wear motorcycle paraphernalia, and he retorted, and we'll exercise our right to deny them. How about you guys boycott this post? And again, I'm hoping you guys call and give this guy hell, because he deserves it. Now, Motorcycle Profiling Project might be working what they do, but what me, I give them hell. I like giving people hell. And so does my audience. Let's see here. Uh, let's see here. NCOC representative requested letting in 100% veteran member MCs because those would be the ones to carry the American legions forward in the future. And it was answered with being no chance a post 22 opening in their doors to veterans in motorcycle clubs wearing their cut. In his words, not going to do that. The crew that is in here are not happy, but they understand why. Oh, really? They're, you're not happy, uh, the riders. You're not happy, but you understand why. You are a bunch of cowards. Bunch of cowards, man. There are things you can do to force the hand of these people, but you refuse not to. You're a bunch of cowards. That statement alone confirms the wide-scale bans not only hurt employees, but the, also the profitability and sustainability of membership-driven veterans organizations. I actually did an episode over on the Hollywood and China Dow show about 
the decline of fraternal organizations. And it's these kind of cocksuckers that make it happen. The ones, you know, these old timers, you know, that are like from the 50s and dying off. That ruin these fraternal stuff because they don't turn over everything to the new generation. That's what this cock sounds like. After the conversation comes to a close, he stated, I work for DCI. So, ah, uh, I know a little of your background. Oh, really? Well, do you know Detective Blank from Blank's Sheriff's Office? The NCOC represented reported he did. Mr. Tulsma continued. I don't know if that hits home a little bit, but it also ties into what I'm talking about of why we make our decisions like that. Because you're a cop. You're a pecker puller. You're retired. You're bored. So now you got to be a prick to everybody else. But I guarantee you probably let a Leo in there, don't you? Those Leo motorcycle clubs. I bet you do. Come on, you can't hide that from me. I know you do. Cocksucker. Uh, let's see here. He's alluding to a long pass arrest which did not pertain to the conversation or the advancement of neutered relationships between the MC community and the Post. Instead, it in bordered on breaking, quote, state actor discrimination laws when using his official capacity as a state or federal agent to sway or control private industry uh, practices. Now, in a re uh, more instant, uh, recent uh, uh, incident, post, uh, let's see here, 36. 36. So we got 22 and 36 in El Paso, Texas. Ain't that a surprise? Uh, a member of two local motorcycle clubs, one made of 100% veterans, noticed their American Legion post 36 Eastwood flag was flying upside down. Video sent into the NCOC shows four men honoring this country by writing the flag. Communications reporting the flag and ultimate correction were met with grace by the post commander and the quote, first round is on us when we reopen was offered. When it was realized that the Patriots correcting the flag were a mix of one percenters and veterans MC, the offer was only good if they did not wear their colors when they came in. The MC member reporting the event thanked them for the offer and stood by his First Amendment right. So they help you out at post 36, offer to buy him a beer, and then you retract it because one percenters were there. In Albuquerque, New Mexico, a statement from the New Mexico Motorcycle Rights Organization was forwarded to the NCOC Veterans Discrimination Group and say, share here. Post 13. Here's Post 13. And Albuquerque was friendly for us for 10 plus years, hosting monthly meetings for the MMRO as well as the NNMCOC. In late 2018, that relationship changed when a new leadership of the American Legion Post took over. Our monthly meetings and events brought a steady income for the Post, who, in the later years of our relationship, was struggling financially. Well, that's because, you know, these Post commanders, they're freaking like, I, they're like 200 years old and stuff. Uh... Once the new commander was in place and several former board members were replaced, the post stopped allowing motorcyclist events to occur. Even though, and you know what, a lot of towns realize this, motorcyclists bring in a lot of dough, man, lots of dough. Uh, <laughs> the stated reasons were drugs, alcohol, and firearms were found, observed or reported, and were never reported to us or even suspected on our part. All meetings organized and peaceful and quiet when I contacted the post commander to attempt to resolve and verify their concerns. She's unwilling to work with us. Oh, it's a she. <laughs> a she, huh? 
as opposed to, I ain't gonna get that way. I'm gonna be called a chauvinist freaking pig. Uh, we asked for a chance to represent ourselves at the next board meeting. We were granted the opportunity to speak at that meeting. Prior to that meeting, we were notified the American uh, uh, Legion Post of our intentions to pursue legal action and press notification of discriminatory profiling. One day prior to the meeting, we were contacted by the regional commander. He was willing to listen to our concerns and ultimately stated that they had the right to refuse service. And that was backed on a national level. Uh, Legion Post 13 commander canceled our speaking time at the board meeting. Again, Post 13, where are you at, American Legion riders? You know what? And I hate to bunch you guys all in one, but I'd hope uh, American Legion riders nationwide would contact these posts, tell them who you are, and say, this ain't going on with us. This is not what we fought for this country for. For this to happen. Some American Legion posts continue to stand with them, which is awesome. Uh, Region 8, Texas Council Clubs, and Independents continue to have a thriving relationship starting back in 2006. The region chairman was granted a meeting with the American Legion Board of Directors for Post 364, where he was able to share the region's vision of community service, event coordination, motorcycle safety and awareness, and legislative outreach. The meeting was a success and resulted in doors being opened to approximately 33 clubs and independent riders covering South Texas. Awesome stuff. See, this is what happens when, you know, you work together. Unlike these other posts. Uh, American Legion Post 364 is not alone. There are other uh, American Legion posts that continue to maintain the respect. That's probably because their Legion writers stood up. Now, there is a, an effort to maintain di dialogue. Uh, the ten Texas Council of Clubs and Independents and VFW were able to work through attempts to introduce... Uh, similar uh, discriminatory language uh, to be submitted in the F or the VFW, so this was going to happen over there as well. But they're you know maintaining a dialogue, which is awesome. Now moving forward, uh, MPP says, "What can we do to repair the once long-standing positive relationship motorcycle clubs had uh, with all the American Legion Post a directive for the national office condemning and ending the blanket ban." on motorcycle club colors would be a good start several members of the ncoc have attempted to contact members of the national board to no avail send me them numbers uh there's hope that someone on their board receives this and is open to healthy dialogue coincidentally in the spring of 2018 denise rohan the national commander uh Woman at the National. Uh, okay, was challenged by reports of discrimination of minority groups in Washington and stated, as the national commander of the American Legion, I am disappointed any time I hear of acrimony of one uh, at one of our posts. I can equivocally state that we reject uh, reject discrimination in all forms. Well, if it's true, then why are you doing letting these posts do this to people? That makes no sense. Huh. Unreal. Hmm. Uh, the NCOC would like uh, Commander Rohan to confirm that discrimination of veterans and MC paraphernalia would be included as, quote, discrimination in all of its forms and publicly denounce the practice of wholesale bans and acknowledge the positive impact that the motorcycle community has had on sustainability of American Legion posts around the country. I don't know, man. Take your business to the moose or the elks or something like that. You know, they ain't treating you right. Not treating you right. Uh, additionally, COCs across the United States have been encouraging their veterans to get involved, join their local veterans organizations, because then... It shows the veterans MC community, MC community as a whole, wish these posts to not just survive, but to thrive. Good article here. A lot of information, man. This is the one that we've been uh, waiting for. 
this again is the MPP uh, Motorcycle Profiling Project website. Uh, they do say that a podcast is coming soon. When you gonna do it, Double D, man? That way I to promote it. Uh, yeah, the MPP video podcast. Well, let's get it going, man. That'd be awesome. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm James Hollywood Machikari. Join me Monday through Friday for Motorcycle Mayhem Morning Show on YouTube Live, Facebook, and all major podcasting platforms where we talk about all the major biker news going on in the scene. Rock on! Get your most unbiased and trusted biker news now at HarleyLiberty.com. Founded in 2012, Insane Throttle Biker News has been the place that all bikers come for what's happening in the scene. Go over now and bookmark HarleyLiberty.com. Rock Hi, I'm Hollywood. And I'm China Doll. Listen to the Hollywood and China Doll Evening Show, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all major podcasting platforms. And don't forget to subscribe to our brand new YouTube channel. Rock on! Rock on, man! Don't forget to visit uh, over at uh, Hollywood and China Doll's uh, channel, I'm Married to a Biker. She's a funny sucker, man. Uh, but anyway, let's get to some biker news out of Oz, police warning as a hundreds are expected to farewell slain former bikey boss Nick Martin. Let's take a listen. Facing for one of their toughest crackdowns yet, the funeral of murdered senior rebel Nick Martin. It's expected to be one of the country's biggest underworld gatherings with a procession of hundreds of bikies taking over Perth streets. A week and a half on, the clampdown on Perth bikies isn't waning. These latest raids in Claremont, Maddington and Whitby. But police vigilance will peak tomorrow as an assassinated underworld figure with no shortage of enemies is laid to rest. The community don't have anything to fear. Police will outnumber everybody in the area. At least 200 officers at any one time as the country's most notorious bikies expected to be from multiple gangs ride with former Rebels boss Nick Martin one last time. A police-escorted procession to begin at a North Perth funeral home from 10am, taking over Scarborough Beach Road out to West Coast Highway, from there onto Marmion Avenue before turning off at Whitfords Avenue, the cavalcade ending at Pinaroo Cemetery. A COVID cap there limiting mourners to 500, while a live stream will beam out to Australia's gangland, held back by border restrictions. If you do have to get around town tomorrow, perhaps avoid those areas if you can. Police admitting their operation is as much about road and public safety as it is surveilling their surrounds. After all, the 51-year-old was the victim of a suspected sniper attack and a million-dollar reward is yet to flush out the killer. Whenever you bring a large number of people that live in a life of violence together, we always have concerns. The ceremony full steam ahead despite the McGowan government's unapologetic refusal to fund it. Ricky Chapman can't be there though, behind bars for breaching parole after the bullet went through his father-in-law's chest and into his arm. And among the list of rivals who likely don't want to be there, the senior Hells Angel Martin feuded with just three weeks ago. But to those marking the bikey's last chapter... There will be no tolerances of any breaches of legislation. Uh, we will be following up with everyone. Ah, legislation, always legislation, man. Uh, but that's going on in Oz. Uh, that's going on uh, tomorrow, it looks like. So I'm thinking that there might be some news coming out of that uh, funeral over there. Big case over there. They got Interpol coming and every damn thing. Now, this is a very happy story. State moves to drop charges against four suspects in Mandan stabbing. Ooh, rock and roll. Attorneys for two of the suspects say their clients are relieved. The men who was stabbed caused the development pretty depressing. You know what? Because he says that even though his wounds have healed, some emotional scars remain. Shouldn't have been there. 
they tried to kill me. That's all there is to it, said 34-year-old Joe Kraft. Get your balls from your freaking woman's purse. You don't stab somebody eight times without trying to kill them. No, if, you wanted to be if they wanted to kill you, they'd killed you. Uh, Assistant Attorney General Britta Dimala Rice on Friday filed motion to dismiss charges of conspiring to commit murder and participating in a criminal street gang against, uh, I'm not going to go through the names, uh, North Dakota Attorney General's Office uh, spokesman Liz uh, Brockter declined to comment on the demissals. Uh, Rice in her motion said, although there was probable cause to file charges, there's insufficient evidence at this time to prove the charges beyond a reasonable doubt. That's because you don't have it. <laughs> uh now, on September 11th, uh, sad day, man, sad day in America, uh, warrants for the men in connection with a stabbing during a July 3rd street dance outside the Silver Dollar. Authorities allege the four members were, uh, four were members or aspiring members, which one is it, of the Sons of Silence Motorcycle Club and attacked a member of the rival Hells Angels. A man not associated with either club uh, suffered multiple... Well, he should have got out of the damn way. Should have got out of the... You know, I feel sorry for the guy, but he should have got out of the damn way, man. Uh, <laughs> you know, always one club moving into somewhere else, and they're wondering why shit happens. Uh, the U.S. Department of Justice labels the Sons of Silence and the Hells Angel an outlaw motorcycle gang. North Dakota has historically been uh, territory claimed by the Sons. North Dakota's always the sons. Uh, anyway, I'm not going to get into politics at clubs. Another motorcycle club in recent years joined the Hells Angels, which Sons of Silence members may have seen as a challenge. Or maybe, you know, the guy was shooting off his damn mouth. Usually do. Uh, the attack was unprovoked and happened while Kraft and his wife were dancing near the stage. He said they were in the company of someone who was wearing a Hell's Angels vest and was stabbed twice, but not seriously. Well, you know, you wear a vest there. Hmm. I didn't know what I was getting stabbed at the time. I just couldn't get away. He was out of work for two months. So that was the victim. Uh, he had no part of this. It was not his lifestyle. Uh, sheriff officials told Kraft they are waiting for more evidence in the case and that they need more witnesses to come forward. As it stands now, a trial would not result in the convictions. Quote, it's pretty depressing. All my hopes and emotions were tied into this jury trial. That's not going to happen here. Well, there ain't no freaking evidence that this happened. Maybe it was the Hell's Angel that did it. I don't know. I'm just saying. They there's no evidence. And you're innocent until proven guilty in the court in these courts. So congrats on getting out, guys. Let's go here. Hell's Angels lend a hand of Angels of LI's uh, little uh, Christmas giveaway in East Patchalog, and this is in New York. See, all clubs do good. Even the Angels do good. Uh, you know, according to the media, they don't, or other clubs don't either, but it was angels helping angels, and they were all helping families in need uh, for a massive Christmas miracle 2020. Once again, the Sulphic County Hells Angels joined with the Hells Angels Long Island nonprofit group for the annual event. It was held in the parking lot outside the Angels of Long Island Thrift Shop and Outreach Center off of East Main. Their moms and dads currently facing hardships were able to shop for brand new items for their kids all for free. Well, we wanted children across Long Island to have an amazing Christmas this year, said Angels of Long Island co-founder Debbie Lush. Uh, with the coronavirus pandemic, our children's worlds have changed overnight. Sad state of affair. Over 200 families got to shop. Uh, and this was all possible from uh, the Suffolk County uh, uh, Charter of the Hells Angels and a list of uh, local businesses. They go on to uh, say the Notorious Motorcycle Club first heard about the Long Island uh, Angels giveaway last fall when the struggling for demand. So, you know, normally secretive, they say the local Hells Angel chapter has been quietly involved with helping nonprofits across 
Long Island. Yes, the Hells Angels helping out out there. Uh, you got to give them credit where credit's deserved. Way to go, guys. Now, let's see here. We got some stuff going on over at uh, KUTV. Park, uh, four men, assault man, fire guns in air at Ogden parking lot. Uh, this happened over the weekend. They arrested four men in connection with the fight that occurred at a parking lot in Ogden. Uh, officers uh, with the police department arrested uh, some people. I'm not going to say their names. It's... Uh, but they're uh, saying that Gilmore and Clark are members of a motor, uh, the Mongols. According to probable cause statements, officer received a call on Saturday night reporting a fight and shots being fired at a parking lot north of Ravelli's at 174 25th Street. Police arrived at the scene and detained the four men as they were getting into a truck. The victim told police that the four men had followed him out of Brewski's bar and that they argued until uh, Gallegos tackled them to the ground. At this point, the other three men started to assault the victim by punching and kicking him. Uh, the victim's friend managed to break the fight and the victim took the opportunity to flee from the men. The victim reported that when he looked back, he saw one of the men take out a small firearm and fired it into the air. You're probably being a cocksucker. Uh, police also found two uh, 40 cal and a two uh, 380s. 380s are the best out there. Uh, they discovered that Gilmore was in possession of the 380, and that Searle was the owner of the 40 cal. Maybe he's you know celebrating the end of 2020. I don't know. Uh, anyway, then you get to, to this one article. All you need to know about the one percenter motorcycle club, the Hell's Angels. Uh, I think I'll list this on uh, HarleyLiberty.com. That way it's easy to go through on that one. Now, I wanted to get to this one, uh, Green Knights Military Motorcycle Club. Yes, the, the Green uh, Knights Military Motorcycle Club, uh, American Legion Post 22, and the rest that ain't allowing people in. Here's what they do. Military Motorcycle Club, Chapter 75 out of Barksdale. I spoke to several members about their brotherhood built Safety, community, and camaraderie. Those are just some of the focuses of the Green Knights Military Motorcycle Club. It's a nonprofit organization made of former and active duty military motorcycle riders. They have more than 100 chapters worldwide, including Chapter 75 out of Barksdale. Nathan Strickland is their president, and after serving for 20 years in the Air Force, he retired this past October. Through the club, he says he's been able to mentor younger airmen. Government wants to make sure that they are taking care of their forces. The mentorship portion comes into not only them and, and growing with them, but also, oh, hey, watch out for this road. Be more careful on this one. If you haven't ridden this road, cautious, the bumps are kind of bad. While also creating a community. By the way, these are the ones that uh, these posts are discriminating against. I have friends that will never not be part of my life. I have. Some of my best friends and brothers become family to me, and that, that's honestly what we are. One of those brothers is Will Rawlings, who was active duty from 1999 to 2013. He's been a civilian on base and reservist ever since. Both he and Strictly met while stationed in California. To me, being a Green Knight is just about the camaraderie and the respect towards each other and the other members, wanting to continually try to better yourself on and off the motorcycle. On top of their work on base, the Green Knights also work with the community, according to John Matala, the secretary for Chapter 75 and current airman at Barksdale. And working off base, we work with groups like BACA and then other local clubs. So any function that's gonna support children or vets, we will definitely support. Just last weekend, the Green Knights supported children from around the community, providing them with presents for Christmas this year. They go on charity rides, work with Toys for Tots, escort fallen veterans, and are involved in Vets for Vets. They've been a part of the Northwest Louisiana community now for over a decade. Over a decade, man, but that is, way to go, Green Knights Military Motorcycle Club. You guys rock on. Uh, hopefully, you know, after, you know, these guys hopefully changed your damn attitudes at the American Legion, 
that they would be allowed in there with their colors because they are proud of it. They serve their country. Sad state of affairs, you people. You guys got my dick on a freaking fire, man. I'm telling you, you're assholes. Hi, I'm James Hollywood Machikari. Join me Monday through Friday for Motorcycle Mayhem Morning Show on YouTube Live, Facebook, and all major podcasting platforms where we talk about all the major biker news going on in the scene. Rock on! Get your most unbiased and trusted biker news now at HarleyLiberty.com. Founded in 2012, Insane Throttle Biker News has been the place that all bikers come for what's happening in the scene. Go over now and bookmark HarleyLiberty.com. Rock over to ProudHooligan.com for all your Insane Throttle official merchandise, including our new Proud Hooligan line. ProudHooligan.com has a wide assortment of gear to make you look good on your next ride. ProudHooligan.com is the go-to for every biker when they want to look good as well as to help the show out while doing it. Visit ProudHooligan.com now. Rock on. Rock on, baby. Make sure you pound rock on out there. Pound Proud Hooligan. Go over to the ProudHooligan.com, our support store. Get you some cool T-shirts. Get you some cool freaking uh, mask, all that stuff. We got coffee cups over there, the whole nine yards. So help support the show. If you want to support the show, you can dollar sign Motorcycle Madhouse. That is our cash app. That is the best way to donate. That goes right back into the show. We appreciate all those donations. So, what are you guys going to think about this American Legion deal, man? Uh, especially post-22. He sounds like he's got a freaking attitude problem. Uh, I hope that American Legion riders across the country start uh, calling these posts and telling them this ain't right. Uh, also, call your national commander and tell her that uh, we need to get together and pass this because that is discrimination as a whole. Sad state of affairs. I never thought I would hear this where the American Legion uh, discriminated against its own people. Its own people. Unfreaking real. Uh, but anyway, visit Motorcycle Profiling Project. Fill out that survey. Uh, does a lot of good, man. Uh, Double D's over there fighting uh, with NCOC. And those are the organizations out there trying to bring it together, man. Uh, so with that, you guys start uh, enjoying your day, man. Thanks for uh, taking us to work with you. Listen to us in the uh, uh, cars, wherever the hell you're at. I'll talk to you guys later. I say goodbye, vamoose, adios, ciao, so long, get your hat jack.